moon and stars they wept. The morning sun was dead. The Savior of the world was fallen. His body on the cross, His blood poured out for us. The weight of every curse upon Him. One final breath He gave, and on that darkest day, the Son of God was
The Lord is risen. The light of the sun breaks in forth across the sky, and a new day has dawned. Christ has emerged from the depths of the grave, and the world resounds with joy. Now every morning will dawn with hope and promise, because Christ is alive.
Before you're seated, share an Easter greeting with others who are here in worship today. This of all days is the day that we celebrate life. We celebrate the Lord of life. And uh, we're so glad that you are here to be a part of this gathering this morning. This is a, a very special day for the ten people seated here in front of you wearing these strange white robes. Uh, they're going to be baptized this morning. And we're excited about that. Baptism has always been a part of, of the church, practice of the church. Uh, it is something that Jesus himself does. It is something that he says to his disciples is connected to being a follower of his. It's something we see happening in the life of the church in the book of Acts. And throughout the history of the church, virtually every Christian group practices baptism. And uh, we are excited to be a part of that today. In baptism, there is a declaration that God has done something special in my heart. That that. That God is my King and my Lord. And on this day when we celebrate the resurrected Christ, that our lives are His. And you will hear them in a few moments make that declaration as they share. Each of them shares their testimony. You will hear something of that declaration from their hearts. As they talk about, just briefly, about their walk with Jesus and their life is His. This is not just about what uh, our, our declaration of faith, it is primarily about Christ and what he has done for us. On this Easter day, we celebrate the resurrection of Christ. And throughout the history of the church, baptisms for a long time were only done on Easter morning. And people throughout the season of Lent were prepared for the, for the practice of the, the being baptized on Easter day. Because it was, it was such a monumental moment in a person's life. And it's so tied in to what we celebrate this day of the risen Christ. There are places in the world where being a Christian is one thing. Being baptized is something else completely. And there are many places of the world where declaring your faith, declaring that Christ alone is your Lord, is the line in the sand. And that's when persecution and opposition really intensifies for many people in many places. And so it is a public declaration that Jesus is Lord of all and of their lives. And as you witness their baptisms this morning, if you've been baptized, let it remind you of your own baptism. Let it speak to your heart and remind you and recommit your baptismal vows today as they make their vows. And if you've not been baptized, then um, think about Christ in your life 
and the gift of love that Christ has given to us in the cross and the power of Christ through the empty tomb. So I'm going to ask each of these uh, people being baptized to come stand here in the front. And I want to ask them a few questions about uh, preparation for this event in their lives. Do you believe that Jesus was born in human flesh, that he died for your sins, that he rose from the dead, that he ascended to the Father, and that he will reappear to usher in his eternal kingdom to the glory of God? If so, answer, I do. In response to God's grace in Jesus, do you renounce evil and sin and declare your desire to live your life in allegiance to Jesus Christ? If so, answer, I do. And is it your desire in baptism to commit yourself to Christ and his church, intending to lead others to Christ so they too may experience God's transforming grace? If so, answer, it is. It seems appropriate on this day when we engage in this historic practice to also engage in the historic practice of, of reciting the Apostles' Creed. So let me invite you to stand. I believe it's going to be print, printed on the screen. Let us together declare our faith in this historic affirmation. Let's take out your hymnals. It's printed on the inside cover. Oh, there we go. Okay. All right. Let's declare our faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the grave. He ascended to heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Holy Father, we pray for those who stand before us here today. Deliver them from the way of sin and death. Open their hearts to your grace and truth. Fill them with your holy and life-giving spirit. Keep them in the faith and in communion of your, with your holy church. Teach them to love others in the power of the Spirit And send them into the world in witness to your love. And bring them to the fullness of your peace and glory. Grant to, O Lord, that all who are baptized into the death of Jesus Christ, your Son, may live in the power of his resurrection. And look for him to come again in glory, who lives and reigns now and forever. Amen. Please be seated. Oh, 
Jesus into my heart when I was three years old. I was at my grandma's and our cousins were, were visiting. I decided to ask Jesus into my heart because I, wa I wanted to be saved and go to heaven one day. Today I want to get baptized because I want to show the whole t church that I asked Jesus into my heart.
so my testimony is a little lengthy, so bear with me. Uh, I'm Wei Chang. All right. Um, so I grew up knowing very little about Christianity. Sure, I've heard things about it, but I never really got to depth. Um, it wasn't until my sophomore year here that I came to Houghton Academy that I learned about the wonders and the history of God's providence. And so long story short, <laughs> over the course of the three years here, through the ups and downs, back and forth, and the struggles that I've overcome, I realized that God has always been um, an integral part of my journey here. He's shown me that I have a purpose in life, something that I've often wondered growing up, and that is to serve Him through serving others and today, and to be one day be with Him in heaven. I'm really thankful for the families that He provided for me and um, here in Houghton. They're the ones that have shown me how Christians should, should really be, just really wonderful people that have accompanied me through my struggles and encouraged me to look to God when times got rough and um, to become the person that God has pushed me to be. So I'm just really thankful for the Reses, the Heisenbergs, the Smallies, the Brennans, the Sanchez, the Brubakers, the Sardinas, and the other friends and families that have been with me through this journey. I'm also very thankful for everyone, everybody believers here today, witnessing all these people um, getting baptized today, um, and their commitment they're making to God. I know that there's still a lot of uncertainty in life, but how comforting is it to know and are constantly reminded that God is with you wherever you go. All he asks for you is to have a personal relationship with him. Easy enough, right? Jesus, or 
I was dead in my sin, but through his death and resurrection, Jesus has made me alive. He's healing me and living in me and working through me. And it's not just by grace that I was saved. It's by grace that I live every single day. With him changing my heart to be more and more like his. He's helping me get through life. And I want to follow Jesus and make him the master of my life. I want to step out of the driver's seat and let him drive. I want to be baptized because I want to show that Jesus is the most important thing. And I want to do what he wants me to do and follow his example. And I think that anything that Jesus did is something that I should be happy to do as well.
Quakers don't baptize, which explains in part why, at age 62, I haven't been baptized. Several years ago, I began thinking about being baptized after witnessing baptisms here at Houghton Wesleyan Church. Since attending this church, my faith has deepened much in part to Pastor Wes's sermons, Pastor Cindy's counsel, Kaleidoscope, small group, and the loving kindness many of you have shown me. Thank you for the ways you have shepherded and loved me nearer to God. Baptism is both a personal and public profession of faith, filled with symbols of humility, trust, obedience, joy, and resurrection. And I feel and believe all of that. Given the symbolism of baptism, where I am in my relationship with God, and the way many of you have reached out to me as Jesus, I, as a believer in Jesus as my Lord and Savior, want to be baptized on this day in this church and to commit what is left of my life to God. Amen.
unfortunately, that was her perspective. Here's a little on mine. Um, about a year ago, God got my attention with an amazing gift. Uh, he put me in a life or death situation and allowed me to live. Uh, the truth be told, prior to that, um, I wasn't really living or even uh, paying attention to the gift, the gift that God had given me. Uh, it was during what normally would have been the scariest experience in my life that God reached out and spoke to me and told me to start living, uh, to live on purpose, to live boldly, and live for Christ. I remember shortly after that a conversation I had with Pastor West after I got home and he and I explained to him the uh, profound impact that my experience had on me and my family and that I wanted to do big things for God and make a huge impact for God. Pastor West uh, advised me uh, with some, some really great advice. He told me, uh, basically, just focus on the basics. Carry over the experience and the closeness that I had with God at the hospital. Bring that home with me and share that with my family. After I got off the phone with him, I, I sat in our bed. I normally would have paced, but I was unable to walk, so I, I sat still. Um, and explained to my wife that I, I didn't think Pastor Wes understood what I was really getting at. And, uh, but fortunately, uh, he did. He, he knew exactly what I was getting at, and he knew exactly what I needed. I needed to put the reins on me, slow me down a little bit. Since that day, the seemingly small choices that I've made have brought me closer with Jesus than I could have ever imagined, and he's done amazing things for me and my family. Today's your turn. If you haven't accepted the gift of Jesus yet, or you haven't, uh, excuse me, or you haven't focused on the basics lately, then consider this your invitation to have your life turned upside down. Today marks the recommitment that I make to Jesus. Everything I think, speak, and do will be done boldly in the name of Jesus, on purpose. Joe Bratton, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.
beautiful name it is. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a beautiful name it is. Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is.
Please be seated. One of the things I love about this service and how it begins is that on Thursday night we we stripped the church and we left the church in darkness and silence. And when we came in this morning, it was much the same. Until we started to sing about the ground began to shake and the, the stone was rolled away and we realized Jesus was risen. And in that moment, the darkness turns to light and the silence turns to rejoicing. It is that, that picture of darkness to light is something that we find often in Scripture. The prophet Isaiah talks about the people walking in darkness, seeing a great light in anticipation of Jesus to come. Jesus says, I am the light of the world. But he also looks at his disciples and says, you're the light of the world. Light has always symbolized the presence of Jesus. And we have the Christ candle here that is the symbol of the presence of Jesus. And so I'm going to ask the people who have been baptized to come stand here in front. And uh, they, we've given them each a baptism candle. And uh, we've said to them, this is every year on Easter, April 1st, however, whatever day you choose, one of those two. Pull out that candle, light it, tell the story of your baptism, remember the story of your baptism, join together with family and friends. I tell them if you can convince them to throw you a party and have cake and gifts, even better. Uh, to make this day more than just today, but about your life. As you heard them sharing, person after person, I want this to be, I want my life to be for Jesus. It's not just about today. And as we listened, as we watched, to inspire us to that as well. So we're going to light your candles. Pastor John's going to light your candles for you. And as we do that, we're going to, I'm going to invite you to stand and we're going to sing the last hymn.
So let me remind you that uh, right after this service, we would love to have you join us for breakfast in the community room right behind us there. Uh, if you want to give a donation, that would be great. It's a fundraiser for uh, an intergenerational uh, trip that we're taking, planning in, to Puerto Rico later this uh, summer. So uh, we hope you'll join us for breakfast. It's a great time to fellowship together. I've told the people baptized that after you have a chance to greet them, which I really would like for you to do before you leave, when they're done, they go over, they can cut in line. Uh, so you let the, you'll know they're, they're the ones with the wet hair. So uh, you, they'll be over there. And, um, and then at 10 o'clock, we back here for a worship service together of singing and scripture and the word of the Lord and continuing in this great celebration of Easter. For years, we have practiced the ancient tradition of the benediction, of a responsive benediction. I will say, the Lord is risen, and you respond by saying, He is risen indeed. We'll say it three times. The first time in a whisper, the second time in just our regular voices, and the third time at the top of our lungs. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. The Lord is risen. He is risen. Amen. Amen.